I hope you're doing well today, and as always, I pray that the presence of the Lord surrounds you, that you know that his dear spirit is close, and that your heart is turned to the love of God. Lord, you are our true north, and we pray that this time we spend together orients ourselves yet again toward you. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us. We pray this in your name. Amen. So I just said goodbye to my cousin. She came and visited, just spent the night, but I hadn't seen her for over 40 years. And it was sweet. She had gotten connected to some of the ministries of healing care and God had blessed her. And so she came up from Texas to spend a little time and now she's off to see our aunt. And it was great. And it it reminds me of something that's true of our home when guests are coming. Whenever Sherry knows that someone's coming, we have to put on a cleaning to make sure everything is spick and span. Now, I need to tell you, our house is always spick and span. It always looks good. She makes the beds. She washes almost every day. We keep the lawn cut. But if someone is coming, oh my gosh, it, it goes to another level and... And we've got to do things to prepare for their coming. And it's not just about meals. It has to do with everything is clean and everything is in order. And I think part of that is out of respect for them as an act of love. But I wonder if part of it is also we want to make a really, really good impression (laughs) on visitors. So we want to make sure we're appearing all together. There have been times in our marriage when I'll call and I'll say, hey, so-and-so's in town, and I'm going to bring them over. And normally what Sherry says is, that's great, but give me, and then she's going to give you minutes. Give me 30 minutes. Give me 45 minutes. I don't even have to ask what she's doing then, because I know what she's doing. is She's preparing for their coming. I grew up in western Pennsylvania, and one of the phrases that is common there about cleaning is redding up. My mother used to say that all the time. Now go red up your room. Now it's a shortened version of ready up, which means someone's coming or this needs to be taken care of and so red up your room. And any of you that are from uh, Western Pennsylvania, you already know what I'm talking about and everyone else would never have a clue if you said, I've got to go home and red up. It's not about the color, it's about readying up a space. And it all has to do with this idea of preparing for someone else to come in order that we would not be caught unawares and we're able to give the best of impressions. Now, with that all said as an introduction, I want to read a very beautiful and important passage of Scripture. It's the very last chapter of the book of Revelations chapter 22, and I'm going to begin with verse 12, and then I'm going to make some comments, and there's this one particular section that I think is is full of hope and excitement for us. I'm coming soon, and my reward will be with me, and I'm going to give to each person according to what they've done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. It's outside the city. 
where those who practice magic arts, the immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone else will be found. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes to take the free gift of the water of life. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this scroll, if anyone adds to them, God will add to that person the plagues that are described in this scroll. And if anyone takes away the words, God will take away from the persons any share in the tree of life, in the holy city. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all God's people. Amen. Now, we've already talked a little bit about the idea that we're going to have a guest coming, and it's important that we be ready. But it's this latter part of this reading that really is is amazing because here's what we have. Jesus is saying, I'm coming. And you would think that those who are his children would say, well, then we better get ready for your coming. We're not quite ready yet. Let's make sure everything's in order. But that's not the way this happens. See, in the earliest part of what I've read, it does say that you need to have your robes washed and that there are people that do not, but it isn't that we are washing these robes ourselves. It means that our robes are washed because of Jesus Christ. And because of Jesus Christ, guess what? We're all ready. We don't have to say, oh no, I can't believe you're coming over today. Or we don't have to say, give me 30 minutes to read up my life. Jesus simply says, I'm coming and I'm coming soon. And the first thing the Spirit says, come on. Now remember, the Spirit is the the advocate for all of us that are Christians. He dwells inside of us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he's not saying to us, hey, we better ask Jesus to delay it a little bit so we can get our lives better in order. No, what he says to Jesus is, yeah, go ahead and come. And then the scripture says, the bride says the same thing. And you remember, we're the bride, the bride of Christ, bought with the blood of Christ. He is because of faith in Christ, secure because of all that Jesus has done. And so what the Bible says is that the bride also says, come, meaning I'm ready. I don't have to prepare. I don't have to ask for more time to straighten up my life. It goes on from there, and it, it, it has a scripture where it says that there are other people that hear this news, and we say to them, come also, because there's living water here, a water that we can drink from, a water that we can forever be sustained. Now, here's what I think is so important about this passage of scripture. It is a reemphasis of what has been all through the New Testament that Jesus has done it all. Okay, now don't make a mistake. Yes, our behavior needs to reflect our faith. And yes, 
We need to be diligent to ask the Holy Spirit to come inside of us and to help us walk the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walked the way. But in terms of our security before God and the coming of Christ, when we are in God's grace as his children, it is enough. And we don't have to say to Jesus, please delay your coming a day, two days, a week, a month so that we can be better ready. We're never going to be more ready than we are right now if our faith is in Christ and all that Christ has done. You may remember back to a podcast I did on uh, Romans chapter 5 that we gain access to God's storehouse, to his grace, and it comes by faith in what Jesus has done. And so we don't fear the coming of Christ. We don't have to worry about the delaying of the coming of Christ in order that we can be prepared. Yes, there are individuals that have not placed their faith in Christ, that are not living according to the way of Jesus. Oh, how we pray they would place their faith in Christ. But in terms of you, and as I look at my own life, There's just this amazing sense in which those who are in Christ can say to Jesus, please do come. Come soon. We long for you. You see, what we're saying to Jesus is that we know that all of our security is because of faith in you. Now, let me go back and reemphasize. That doesn't mean we should take that faith as a license to do whatever we want. We need to walk the way Jesus walked. That means there is changes deep inside in character and in behavior. But the beauty of this passage of Scripture is that we don't have to say, Oh my gosh, Jesus is coming. I hope he gives us 20 minutes. Let's go ready up our lives. Christ already readied up our lives. And he did it on the cross of Jesus Christ. The Spirit says, come. The bride says, come. Isn't that just absolutely exciting, this idea of the confidence we can have in the Lord? In in verse 20, Jesus reemphasizes his statement. He says, yes, I am coming. And here's the response. So be it. Come, Lord Jesus. That's what it says. Amen. So be it. Come, Lord Jesus. I mean, what confidence, what joy, what faith in the goodness of God and in the, in, in the generosity of God. I, I love that passage, this whole notion. I've, I've lived with a mother that made sure our houses were clean, and I can understand when Sherry wants to have a little bit of more time to get the house in just the order that she wants. But here is Jesus himself saying, I am coming. And the spirit and the bride said, come ahead. We're ready. But we're ready because of what you've done for us. Doesn't that give you hope? Isn't that something that lifts your spirit? Listen to this again in verse 20. I'm coming soon. Here's the response. So be it. Come, Lord Jesus. And then the payoff, the very last scripture of all the New Testament. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all God's people. Amen.
Do you understand what that's saying? Our courage to say come is because we're confident in the grace of the Lord. And it's the closing word of all of Scripture that it's not about our performance, but it's about our faith in Jesus. It's not about how I am doing, but how he has done. It's not about whether or not I've made myself ready, but the joy in the fact that Jesus has made me ready. God's grace is with you. I hope you hear that. So if we look at our lives and go, well, I think there's some things in my life that are not completely in order. Well, then let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us. That's important. But let's also remember that our security comes from Jesus. And we do not change to be secure, but we are secure. Therefore, we change. I wonder if right now, I wonder if they're preparing the great banquet in heaven. I wonder if they're getting the great horses together to ride into our lives as an escort to the coming of Jesus. If he says to us today, as he has in scripture, I am coming, let our response be by faith, come. Let it be, Jesus. And thank you for the grace that has made me ready for that great day.